This is the Cultivating this Compassion, is the cultivating this is the cultivating compassion, compassion podcast. podcast. Greetings. So if you haven't noticed, uh, you have not heard from us in a while. And that's partly due to COVID and the restructuring of our programming that took place this year. What we'll be doing with the Cultivating Compassion podcast will look a little differently for right now. Each episode over the next few months will be an interview with a different artist from the 2020 virtual residency that we organized during the summer with the North Central Louisiana Arts Council. During the interviews, we talk about their backgrounds, their experience during the pandemic, and how they navigated being an artist in 2020. This episode, we talk with artist Nicole Duet. Um, so, so are you feeling like you feeling comfortable and good and ready? And I, yeah, I think as ready as I'm going to be. Yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> we may have a little cat commentary. I tried okay. to make sure I get them you know, out of the room, but one's super chatty. So we'll see what happens. All right, cool. Well, that'll just be fun. All right. So uh, to start off, can you introduce yourself, where you're from, and what kind of artist you are, what kind of art you do, whatever? Sure. Yeah. My name's Nicole Duet, and I am originally from New Orleans, um, but I have lived in California for a while. I got both of my degrees out in Los Angeles. Um, I have a bachelor's degree in theater and a master's degree in drawing and painting. So right now, um, I guess I would call myself an observational painter who works in multiple mediums. Um, and I guess maybe we can talk more about what that means as we go along. Um, my current work, my, I guess my training is in oil painting, traditional oil painting. Um, you know, like in the techniques of the old masters, you look at something and you want to be able to uh, re reproduce the illusion of that thing, along with dealing with other things, you know, like the beauty and light and drama and that kind of thing. Um, it's changed a lot since then. So I'm currently working on a body of watercolors that are entirely done from imagination. So it's a whole new, kind of like a, I'm a little bit of a medium gypsy, you know? <laughs> so um, it's, it's kind of like the opposite spectrum. The days so yeah so so to start off um can you talk about what inspires you to be creative and and how your inspiration like manifests itself in your in your work okay so what inspires me to be creative um i think i feel like it's just life really you know um i think my early training in theater it, it made me someone who kind of goes through life in, 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 with a little bit of an observer's eye that's switched on all the time. Um, and usually that means just kind of looking at human interaction. So moments between people um, will catch my eye or bring up questions. Um, I'm looking out my porch window right now and there's this light that's kind of filtering through all the trees in a particular way and it's just hitting a little bit of the branches here and there and it's kind of sparkly you know and so it could be that too it could be just some sort of phenomenon that catches my eye that then makes me either want to paint that scene or make a photograph of that and then stash it in my you know my creative stash for images for later um, or it will filter into an image in some kind of way down the line so i feel like i've got this memory, I've got this on switch that stashes images or qualities or moments in my memory bank that somehow will show up, hopefully when I need it to, <laughs> when I can use it, you know, to the best effect. Um, and that's really how it shows up in my work, too. I guess I'm segueing into, you know, that part of the question. How does it show up into your work? Um, 
I will either work directly from a photograph every now and then, um, you know, I'll, I'll make an image on my phone and, and I'll just know that that's the thing that I need to make. Um, lately, with the circumstances these days, um, I think I've been becoming, a, you know, with being more isolated, I've become more and more internal than external. Um, so, so sometimes that will mean that I will literally be sitting in my house looking out a window and it'll be just a moment where I say, okay, now's the time I have to paint that. So I have an easel here in the house that I will move around, you know, and I'm working small on small things right now. So, so it's, that's another way, like just direct observation. I just want to sit and be in that moment and spend time with that scene. And for me, making the painting is a way to kind of ground myself in the moment, but also um, pay attention to what I notice, which keeps me connected with life, which kind of takes me back to the beginning of the question, right? So. So when you're doing your art or when you're, when you're thinking about um, like a new piece, as far as your process goes, is it, is it always like just kind of spontaneous, like organic art or is there, do you, do you plan out or do you, you know, work in series that have kind of connections? Like what does your process look like? Right. So in terms of process, it's, it's changed a lot over the course of my painting career. I have worked in series before. Um, so I think I mentioned in the artist statement that a lot of my work is kind of inspired by not only my surroundings, but also the people that I'm in contact with. So when I lived in California, I did a series of paintings that were about the people in my life there. Friends and family and, you know, kind of social gatherings and moments were resources for making a body of work about, you know, communication, I think, really communication and connection. Um, when I moved to Louisiana, you know, my entire social circle changed, right? Um, community changed. And so the work then began to be a series about my family, my father in particular, who is just a real character. Um, and so, so I, I did that for a while. And I think now I'm in a place, Ryan, where, where for the last maybe three years or so, um, that series came to a sort of a slow point or, you know, where do I take it now without being repetitive was the question. And that's really been the turning point for me. So now, because I feel like I am in search of, um, this is really in search of what I think I want to do next. I think that that was the question that got me working in this more intuitive, spontaneous way that we're talking about. Um, I think where I'm leaning towards now is that it's, I'm not looking for a destination. I'm just in, in other words, I'm not looking for, I don't think I'm looking for another series right now. I think I'm just doing everything that comes to mind. I'm more focused on noticing what I notice in the hopes of discovering what the next series is going to be if it even is a series and i don't know how much of that is just the uncertainty of the way things are right now but that's where i am right now um, in terms of the process so in addition to like inspiration is the medium and i guess like the technical aspects of it also kind of evolving or changing right now if i so in terms of like the medium that i use is that the question or yeah, I think, so this is where, 
it's really like, I feel like I'm at large as much, my work is as much about being a teacher as it is about being an artist in some ways. And I, and I think, so I st I'm, right now I'm working in watercolor and I'm working from imagination. I started with the with watercolor to teach myself how to do it so I could teach other people how to do it, right? <laughs> so, but then, then that naturally kind of evolved into this question of, well, how do I want to use this material, you know? So, um, and I don't know the clear moment when there was a shift between, you know, studying the process of watercolor for the sake of being able to teach it to now I'm just so fascinated with the way this material behaves because I really am. I'm like, you know, half the time I'm painting, just watching what's happening with the medium. You know, it has a totally different kind of luminosity than oil painting does. So, so yeah. So there's that light thing again, right? Um, gosh, yeah. And so I guess I'm exploring the medium, and then I'm finding myself looking for subject matter while exploring the medium too if that makes sense. Um, so this current body of work started out, you know, with, with the kind of, with the quarantine going on, it became more and more important for me to, to get out of the house and in nature, which is something I've always been drawn to all my life. I always feel much more like myself when I'm out in the world than I do in a lot of other situations. So I've been walking daily, you know, out at the park, um, Lincoln Parish Park here outside of Ruston or in Ruston. And um, these little moments, again, it would just be like, you know, one time I looked, there's ducks everywhere and they're these really weird looking ducks, you know, some of them, I mean, people who, some people may know exactly what they are, I don't, all I know is that there's one that has this, it's black and it has this beautiful blue green sheen to it that I just want to try to paint. And, and so I'm looking at that duck, studying the way black becomes blue, becomes green in a gradation on that duck, you know, so I can take that home because I can't take the duck home, right? <laughs> so I can take that home and try to paint it. Um, but it's also dramatic moments too, you know, so um, there, there are these ducks that have these weird mohawks. I don't know if you've been out there, but it's like a little, so I'm, I'm looking at one going, that duck is a mohawk. And all of a sudden a dragonfly flies by and it just reaches up and boop, effortlessly swallows it just like effortlessly, you know? And so that, that then becomes this moment that gets stuck in my head. And so then I come home and I just start drawing and I try to figure out what does that picture look like? And, and it's more a picture, I think, of the total experience of being out there than it is a literal rendering in any way at all. Um, it's all the qualities, you know, it's the heat, it's the moisture, it's the colors of the duck, it's the sheen on the dragonfly wings, it's everything. Um, that is in my head that then somehow has to find its way into the drawing and then into the watercolor. So you said that, that you're, you're capturing and you're trying to recreate the experience. Um, so are you recreating, like, are you capturing the experience as like yourself watching it or are you capturing the experience less as like from a viewer and more as like an internal aspect of the experience? Does that make sense? Yeah, that, yeah, it does. I, I really think, and this is something that I've thought for a long time about, you know, what parts of ourselves do we use when we make work? And I really think it's everything. It's, it's internal and it's external. It's the sensations, you know, the physical experiences, but it's also, so the, the sun, the heat, like I just, you know, all of that is something that is descriptive and that is a part of how we experience the world. 
Um, and I think that's that's a, a Robert Henry quote. I don't know if you know that work, The Art Spirit by Robert Henry, H-E-N-R-I. And he says something to the effect that we paint with all of our senses, you know, so it's not just the color of the orange or the texture of the orange, but it's also the smell, the spray of moisture when you, you know, peel the skin off. It's all of those things that inform how we describe something. And so the more of those qualities that we can draw from, I believe the more potent the image becomes. And I think that's a different thing than illustrating the scene because I can list, you know, all of the different things that I see, but then there are things that you can't really put into words. But I do believe that those things still come through in the work when you make the work and whether or not the viewer sees all of that literally, maybe the way we think of an illustration might literally present something. I believe that they will have a fuller experience of that image because it's all, all of that is getting filtered into the choices that we make with composition and color and media and all of that. Lately, you know, I think emotion too, big time, just because of, being isolated and all the things that are going on, I think that's also something that's paintable, you know, or drawable. Yeah, definitely. So are you working like at home or, or do you have a studio space or are you kind of like making do with? <laughs> yeah, so as far as um, kind of what my studio looks like now, it's definitely responding to the, the sort of the changes of moment to moment. I'm working in my, in my house. Um, I'm fortunate to have in the place where I'm staying, it has, um, I guess you call it a sunroom and it faces north. So it's long and thin with a good bank of windows. And so, um, I don't know, you can probably see if you look in the wall behind me, it kind of goes greenish. That's the light bouncing off of the trees and coming in through the windows. So it's this, you know, this kind of very voluminous sort of space. So I'm lucky to have it. It's hot because the air conditioning doesn't reach in here, but it's got great light. So, so right now I'm working very small for a few reasons. One is just the limitations of studio space. Another is that it's, it's like, I'm, it's still this exploratory kind of phase. Um, and so I've just got like a, um, a drafting table set up where just looking out in my yard, um, and working on some small watercolors here. Um, I also will move throughout the house though and just take a little portable easel that I have and just set up, you know, doing interiors or exterior views, not really landscapes, but window views um, around the house too. So, 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 you, so you're working small right now. So do you see this kind of growing into to bigger work? Do you, like, do you have any thoughts on where this could go or are you kind of just letting it go? Yeah, I don't know, honestly, about, you know, whether this will be um, large scale work or not. There's kind of a, I guess I'm still trying to figure out what form it's going to take. Um, if it, if it's, I don't see the image itself being larger scale. I, it may be that the work is scroll like, you know, um, you know, like this infinite kind of landscape. It's, that's just a brand new thought that I had this morning because the format that I'm working with is, you know, really long and narrow, um, sort of it's like an extreme landscape format. So I thought, what would it be like to sort of stitch all of those together? You know, so I don't know that, that, that's just something that entered my thoughts today. Um, we'll see where it goes. So, 
I could, yeah, that would be interesting. Um, yeah. And somebody in the residency mentioned, I think it was um, Madeline maybe? She said something like, should this be uh, an animation? And I think like that scroll, that, that's an interesting idea, which is something I don't know very much about, but I thought there's an old version, there's a really old version of animation that's kind of like a, a, a wheel. I think it's called a rosecope. A zoetrope? Is that right? Have you heard of it? So I think there's something for me there, it may be a, that like a diorama kind of effect or that sort of thing. Um, it's kind of in the back of my mind. So, Like physically in the space, moving in front of the, the viewer? Yeah. Yeah. That would be interesting. Yeah, that would kind of that'd be like a fun, like old school throwback, but yes. like, you know, yeah. playing on like the animation idea. Um, uh-huh. Yeah. And then yeah. as we're talking, I just realized it would also be like taking the viewer on my walk too, right? Yeah, yeah. it would. <laughs> That's <Yeah>. interesting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It'd be really cool. So like if, if you were going to like go through the trouble of, of figuring out how to make this piece that would like play it um, if you had to make it to make it to where it's not necessarily like fully cylindrical and and because especially since like if you're walk at Lincoln Parish Park you know like it kind of like meanders around the lake right and so like if the device itself that was showing the piece also kind of meandered around it's like the center so that like from different points you were kind of getting like this entire section of this the thing whereas other points you're seeing just the tip you know Uh that would be interesting it would (laughs) That'd be cool. Um, cool. Shifting a little bit. So, so, so why, why, why did you uh, <laughs> agree to participate in the North Louisiana virtual residency? Well, I, I agreed to participate in the residency. I was excited to be invited. Um, I think right now, more than anything, just out of the need to connect with other people, you know, other artists and, and have these um, share, share our experiences as a way of hopefully gaining more insight into how we're all dealing with what's happening right now, how it's affecting our work, you know, what, what's normal, what, you know, I, I really kind of resent the phrase, the new normal a little bit, but, but like what, what really is, what are some of the ways people are dealing with things? You know, if your, if your studio practice is upended or on pause or radically altered, you know, what's going on with you and how are you dealing with that? I, I think that helps us all, you know, just kind of get to know ourselves a little bit better and, and also to connect. I, I, I don't think I, and I'm sure I'm not the only person, but I, I feel like this moment has really taught me so much about how much I need other people, you know, <laughs> you know, and so I think um, it's, it's, you know, it, it, it's a great, it, that's, that's what I needed was a sense of that connection. Um, I think we all do. Um, and it would be lovely to be able to be sitting in the same room, you know, and maybe one day we will. Um, but right now, this, this, just this extra opportunity to connect at another le- at the at the level of studio practice at the level of being an artist in the world dealing with these things is just really appreciated. So, I think great. we're good. Okay, awesome. All right, thank you, thank you for doing this. Okay, thank you. Have a good one. You too. Bye. Okay. Bye. Well, I hope y'all enjoyed listening to that as much as I did. If you'd like to see some of Nicole's work, you can uh, view her work at nicoleduet.net. 
Um, also, we have a video version of this interview where, as she's speaking, we overlaid some of her work that she she has, and so you can kind of see a, a visual to go along with that. And so you can find that on Facebook or YouTube under Rosalind Foundation. So we will have more episodes like this later on with some of the other artists, all the other artists that were in the virtual residency during the summer of 2020. Cultivating Compassion is a project of the Rosslyn Charitable Foundation and is recorded and produced in historic downtown Ruston, Louisiana. To learn more about the Rosslyn Foundation and how to support our work, you can visit us online at www.rosslynfoundation.org or find us on Facebook and Instagram. Thank you for listening to the Cultivating Compassion podcast. Be sure to subscribe so that you don't miss any future episodes. See you next time.